Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And I'm going to go ahead and say that today, that tagline doesn't make sense. No, with today's an episode of the first edition of We, we Can't, Can't Save, Save this. this. A game where we talk about games that just are terrible. Beyond. Beyond bad. I, you just can't help them. There's nothing you can do. Now, these games are going to be games that we just tear apart oh, for an hour. Limb to limb, we just hate. Haters going to hate, and today, Keith and I are haters. Ooh, this, game, this podcast is all about positivity and bringing people together, but fuck this game. But this episode, ooh. ooh. Guys, we are delving into the world of... <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever. You know, the Ugh. bully from high school and college and being an adult. You know, that bully. You know, that piece of shit guy who has six too many beers at your party, pisses on your carpet and goes, it was a joke, lighten up. He's the emotional equivalence of a 13-year-old boy with an erection walking around the house. It's like the best way to describe him. He's yeah, no, that is, something that's actually, that's absolutely something. correct. Like, it's just, ugh. Guys, if you're familiar with the world of Duke Nukem, you know that the titular character Duke uh, can be a bit much, and I know that I just said Duke Nukem and titular in the same sentence. Oh, they would have definitely the giggled. Game, that would have giggled, giggled, but also not understood what that word meant. Exactly, because they're all 13-year-old boys. But guys, Duke Nukem Forever is the 2011 release that just... I mean, it's very nice of you to say 2011. This game sucks. <laughs> this game's terrible. This game sucks, <laughs> and but, I hate but it. This is only the intro, so don't. we're not going to get into it right now. No, no. You're going to sit back... You're going to relax, and you're just going to seethe with anger with me and Keith. You're just going to fucking stew in it. Today's your angry day. Get it out, We'll get guys. back get to the out, positivity guys. later, but today, go, go to your boss right now and say, I'm taking lunch, and then like throw whatever yeah. your name tag down. I don't know if you have a name yeah, tag. Yeah, and then just wrong. go out into the street and just start kicking fire hydrants yeah, as just, you listen to this. Start <laughs> Just be, just be aggressive just towards inanimate objects. Start at a mosh pit by yourself in the middle of a parking lot and just start throwing arms and throwing bows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, throw, throw bows. Throw bows. Throw bows. For an hour. Listen to us talk about Duke Nukem for an hour while street dancing in the middle of a parking lot. And if you think that's stupid, it's a way better game than oh, Duke Nukem Forever even, already. You haven't even heard it. Keith, let's jump in. Let's do it. This is New Player Has Joined. We weren't we, talking. We were, we were sitting in silence, staring we at each other. Talking. There were no words said while we were setting this up. Just That's staring. true. <laughs> just we were just staring. staring at each other. This is a weird one. This, this is a this new is our, one. This is our. Uh, this one should be fun. I'm this, not gonna say it is gonna be fun because, guys, I can't tell the future. I can't. But it's gonna and, be bad. And if we learned anything from this game, it's that sometimes things that should be fun aren't fun. Not fun at all. So today is the very first edition of We Can't Save This, where we jump into the world of a video game. That was so bad. So bad. That there is no angle we Say could take on this. Say, so, so bad. bad. So, so bad. Terrible. Unforgivably bad. Such a disturbing, horrendous mound of failure. Now, there are bad games, right? Mm -hmm. And you can be like, well, I can have takeaways. This is positive. That's positive. No, this game is through and through a terrible game. Yeah, I, uh, I would say this game is like getting the flu. And then having it for the rest of your life. Oh That's what this God. game... If you bought it, you just have the flu now. So let's just say the game that we're talking about today. The game we're talking about today is Duke, Duke Nukem, Nukem Forever. Forever. And that's... Yeah, that's how long it took to camp to come out. Forever. That's... that's I... Boy. So before we jump into this, we're going to tell you a few of the ways Duke Nukem Forever has been described in reviews... Comment threads. Oh, yeah. General discussions. I mean, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Offensive. Yeah. And then boring. Yeah. Bland. Yes. Unplayable. Definitely. Genuinely bad. Very bad, yes. Disappointing. Yes. These uh, aren't just us describing it. This is no, all the reviews. No, these are the reviews that say these things. This game has a reputation as being one of the biggest letdowns in gaming history. Yeah. And just kind of, uh, we were all pulled along the whole time. It took years. It took yeah. 15 years for this game to come out. And when it finally did, it was like watching, it was like expecting a beautiful, beautiful birth, but then just watching an animal slash alien come out and you don't know what you're looking at anymore. It's a whole thing, guys. And to really understand 
I would say the betrayal of Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> we have to go back to the beginning. Okay. So, can, let, how do you, as a person, how do you feel about Duke Nukem? Because we're going to get to the beginning. Because let's describe Duke Nukem to people who don't understand and don't really know who he is. Yeah. He's your bully from high school. Yes. Who is talking about all the women he has sex with. Yeah. He's going to be taken, he's going to piss on your shoe when yep. you're not looking. He's yep. going to, like, rub shit on something. Like, yeah. Everything about this person. He's every frat guy molded into one person, and he is way too much forever. This game is perfect for any 14-year-old boy in the 90s. Yep. And outside of that, nobody else. Nothing nobody else. There's else. nobody else to pull from this. Nothing, none, none at all. Duke Nukem is a first-person shooter starring the titular character, Duke Nukem, who looks like they gave Arnold Schwarzenegger a flat top, Oakley sunglasses, and a real stupid epic like? But here's the thing about that, voice. Jesse. You're a little bit wrong. Yeah, you're a little bit wrong because in the first Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem was created by Scott Miller. Scott Miller created a company called Apogee. Okay. Apogee Software. Let's I'm not just say it's know. Apogee Software. And uh, the first Duke Nukem was a 2D platform game. I didn't know it where what you do first. is you really just all you do the main objective of the game is to get the exit of each level while destroying enemies and collecting points. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's literally like a very basic 2D platformer. It's like Contra. Yeah, it's very much like Contra, but way easier, way yeah. more basic. Uh, but Scott Miller. Remember that name, because I want to go to Scott Miller right now and just talk about him just very quickly. Scott Miller uh, it was uh, the son of Boyd Miller, an engineer at NASA, and worked out on the Apollo and Gemini program. So very, very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool. And then Miller began writing video games in 1975 on Wang2200, if anybody knows what that is. No clue. No idea. So this guy started out as a game developer mm-hmm. and was really interested in video games. Now, this is important because uh, Scott plays a huge role <laughs> In, in Duke Nukem Forever, taking oh forever. So yeah. I want to remind everybody that this is a guy. So the first game they made Duke Nukem is obviously a 2D, and that was Duke Nukem 1, where, Jesse, if you want to look at the picture, that's what Duke Nukem looks like. He just looks like a random he just army looks dude. Like, he, he looks like uh, Drago from Rocky Four. Yeah, he, Only his, uh, instead of being shirtless, he's wearing a pink tank top, I think? Yeah, he looks like the Boz from college. Uh, he does. He, he looks, looks like, like the Boz. The Boz, look, the Boz is a college football player. If you looked any of any of you looked up okay. the Boz, it's bizarre. So um, Duke Nukem starts out as a 2D platformer. No sunglasses. No sunglasses. No sunglasses. And what happens, what's the next evolution of Duke Nukem? Oh, Jesse, do you want to know the next evolution of Duke Nukem? That is a inside look at Duke Nukem. Duke this- Nukem 2, and now uh, a little bit more intense cover art. We've got Duke Nukem standing, still wearing a uh, you know, muscled-up tank top with a huge fucking gun in his hands. Doesn't seem racist yet. No. Doesn't seem racist yet. Like, yet. not yet. Like, the guy that we're looking at right now probably wouldn't say anything shady to you in a bar. No. Right? Not, he just, or, he just he's cut. Here's what you'd think, though. You'd look at him and you'd think, I bet he's thinking it, but he'd keep it to himself. Yes. Okay. So in the plot in this is uh, 1998, the evil Riggletons. I don't know. Riggletons plan to enslave Earth and kidnap Duke Nukem to use his brain to plot the attack to the, uh, for their forces. Duke breaks free to save the world again. Okay. So... This is the common playthrough line, which is aliens come down to Earth and Duke's and Duke has take to save out. the day. Yeah. Okay. So Fine. these games were pretty popular. This one was on Game Boy Color. Uh, they had somewhat of a name to them. Now, these aren't the games that people remember when no. they think of Duke Nukem. Not at all. They remember the next one, correct? Yes, because okay. the next game was Duke Nukem 3D. That's the one. Now, this is the one where... This D- is Doom. Duke has personality now. Ugh. Duke is a person. He has catchphrases. He's dope as hell. So yeah. everybody, like, loves Duke. Yeah. Now, you and I, when we watch this new one, we're like, Jesus, how misogynistic is this game? Like, yeah. over amounts, right? And I get that this that Duke Nukem 3D in the 90s was, was also bad in uh, that regard yeah let's just talk about the controversy real quick because <laughs> we forget this now we're like oh man i remember it was bad but we didn't remember it was this bad yeah. and we're like and i'm like uh the critics alleged promoted pornography and murder uh the vice president of women's media center criticized depictions of women for being extremely harmful especially to young women which is you're, fair. you're that correct part's fair. yeah you're very much correct uh germany uh placed the game on their har- media harmful to young people <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but it was not fully confiscated. Um, but despite all of this, uh, Three uh, Realms has saw very, li- very little negative feedback for this game okay. when it came out. 
So this is a game that uh, that was more a product of its time. I feel like GoldenEye got more shit than this game did. It did. Well, people were people were a lot worried, uh, a lot more worried about violence in this era of at least in American gaming, and I always felt that was silly. But what I did think, you know, or what I do think, looking back on it, is that yeah, these games are super misogynistic in the way they show women and in the way they show uh, young boys like what sexuality is. Can we just talk about? I guess like since the '90s, how stuff even just from the '90s doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, it's has aged poorly. It's Twenty, it's two decades it's, old. It's too. So that is like old in terms, but like is such a huge jump from what it is now to what's okay to say now and what's like accepted and not accepted. Well, I think that's uh, that's decently normal. Somebody pointed out to me, uh, and I think this was like an internet thing getting passed around, that when That 70s Show premiered, it was 20 years after the 70s, yeah. and we could have a That 90s Show now, yeah. it would be the same distance. And remember how weird some of those references felt and how silly they were Very at the silly. Time. Yeah, That's now, how far we are from this game. We are moving very fast from this. Now... We want you guys to know, this game was announced to be developed in 1996. So, Duke Nukem Forever, the game we were talking about today. The follow-up to Duke Nukem 3D. Yep, which was the uh, the first-person shooter game, correct? Correct. No, yep, yep. It is. It is? Okay. Yeah. I think so, right? Because you're going through, you're seeing, it's it's the Doom-style video game. Because that was is. big at that point. It is. Uh, well, the guys that also made... Uh, uh, Wolfenstein 3D exactly. also made this game. Exactly. So this game comes out, and people are like mostly worried about the violence, and you know because it's the 90s, because right. nobody is nobody's worried about the things they're going to be worried about in 20 years yet. Right. Uh, and so in 1990, did you say eight? 1996. 1996. 15 Duke, years. Duke Nukem Forever gets its announcement. Yes. They are going to start production on what is going to be an amazingly successful sequel to Duke Nukem 3D. Now, I just want to point out that this was brought to E3, I believe, the first time in... 98? 98. Yes. And then they were like, this game is good enough. So before we go into that, I want to bring up... Scott Miller, we've already brought up. Yep. But uh, I want to bring up... The other person responsible for all of this is... Uh, oh, my gosh, you're right. Guys, at some point, uh, when you're listening to this podcast, if you feel the need to take your bedroom wall and cover it with names and pictures of random game designers and then connect them with We're red yarn. We're only talking two. Only two. Just saying, just saying, if that happens, you're not crazy. That might just be how this one pans out. Because here's what's the most interesting thing about this video game is it took 15 years to make. So to me, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. How are you running this company? And guys, there is a story. Now, oh, the other person always. I was bringing up is George Broussard. Now, okay. George Broussard, two... Scott Miller. Scott Miller is the very, like, the quiet one who's, who wants to develop games. And then George is like, I literally want to make the craziest stuff possible. So the fact that you have two creative minds going into a game like that's going to create a lot of dysfunction, I would say. Uh, so this game first got brought to E3 in 1998. And they're like, oh, this game's going to come out soon. And they were like, never mind. We don't like this game. So it came back out. The next year, I believe? No. So they, well, what's happening is they're making this game, they're showing it, they're excited about it, and then who's saying no to it that they don't want to release it? George, because they're saying to themselves they're not happy. George was unhappy with the progress being made. So did, so the first trailer shows Duke fighting on the back of a moving truck fire uh, firefighting aliens. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, wow, I can't wait for this game to come out. Yeah. And George is like, nah, you guys are wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Always a great sign. Like, always a great... So these guys got very cocky yeah. to, like, take, what are we going to do with Duke Nukem? And really just held on to him forever is kind of like you're building up to have sex with a woman or a man, and you keep building it up and building yeah. it up, and now you're like, I don't want to go to your place anymore. Yeah, now you're it's like... it's so talked up. It's so weird, and there's so much pressure involved. We shouldn't do this ever. So the thing that kept happening with this game is that it would go from one engine to the next engine to the next so engine. So they changed... Okay, that's a terrible sign for yeah, a video but, game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is But every single time they'd ask what's going on with this game, they're like, great, so many great things. It's coming out soon, coming out soon. That went on for 15... Fifteen years. Fifteen years. That's a fucking you disaster. Understand this. People like writers, animators get put on one game. Yeah. And they stay on that game. 
forever. Yeah. Until the game's fucking done or you quit and you do something else. So are these people just fucking stuck yes. in this purgatory yes. of Duke Nukem forever? This is why we have to talk about it. Why is I like going deep into these holes? Because people are just like, I've been working on this same game for 15 years. And what does that mean? It means you weren't doing anything at your yeah. job all day. Yeah. Because this game, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so, uh, first it was going to be on Quake 2, the Quake 2 engine. Quake 2 was a massive game, as mm -hmm. everybody knows. And then um, Quake, uh, uh, the Unreal Engine came out. And they're like, cool, right. we're going to put it, bring it out on this game. And so, in 1998, uh, they announced that it was going to be slightly delayed. But it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Broussard also said that no content seen E3 trailer would be lost. So, like, basically the guy was saying, like, yeah, all the stuff you guys are seeing at E3, you think's really fun. Don't worry, we're going to keep that in. Right. That was in, like, 1998. And just so we're clear, this game came out in... 2011. Right. Okay. <laughs> just want just want everybody to know. So, uh, this, another one, another trailer came out in 2001. So, again, the first public look at the game in three... That, in three years. In three years. In three years. That, that means in 1998, they're like, check how awesome this game is. It's coming out soon. And then three years left. That's like you went through high school, basically. If if this game had come out in 2001, it would have been a disaster. It would have been a disaster. The video showed a couple minutes of in-game footage, which notably showed the player moving in what happens to be Las Vegas, certain level, and uh, interactivity. Yeah, and so I, they're adding new shit here. This trailer was awesome. Yeah. People genuinely liked it. They were like, this is fantastic. Characters come to life with the picturesque facial animations. They are perfectly synced perfectly with their speech. The hair swings as they bob their heads. Eyes follow in the gaze. This is it's very impressive. It's big deal shit for it 2001. It is very big deal. Okay. So everybody is like, well, it didn't come out in 98, two years after they announced it. All these three years have been worth it. Wow. We've waited five years for this game. Let's have it now. So by 2003... Only eighteen. Jesus Christ! Only eighteen people were working on this game in two thousand and three. Well, yeah, because it should be fucking done no, by but then. But you haven't seen in two thousand one. People are talking about how great this game is in yeah. two thousand three. They're like, we're not doing anything. That's what is, what is going on? What is happening behind the scenes of this I game? I don't know. Like, this is the whole thing about this episode is that we're like not even talking about the game. We're talking about how fucking crazy oh, all Keith. we're gonna talk we're about. Talking it. About oh, we're talking about it. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. We got details. Say. We got so many details, but th this is the stuff I feel like we need to talk about because uh, Island of Dr. Moreau was a movie that came out in the 90s. Um, and it's the same sort of thing that's just gonna find the same parallels, which is Island Dr. Moreau was a terrible, terrible movie with, uh, um, no, fuck, what's, uh, oh my god. He's, I know, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando and then the other guy. The other guy? Uh, he's from Willow. Oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando. And it's a movie where I know, they- I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that Val Kilmer, Kilmer somewhere knows that somebody just referenced him as the guy from Willow, oh, and that's it. He's so excited. He wants the movie to come back. But these two guys, um, Marlon Brando- and uh, Val Kilmer literally were like, who can be weirder during this movie? Yeah. Marlon Brando was like, I want an ice bucket on my head because mm -hmm. it's a character choice. Like, this movie sat in development hell forever, and even the network was like, we still have to release it to make yeah. any money back on yeah. it. So it's the same sort of parallels with this game, where they're like, we just have to release whatever we have so we can make any fucking money off of yeah. it. So 2003, only 18 people at uh, 3D Realms were actually working on the game. One former employee said that Broussard and Miller were still operating on a 1995 mentality before games became large team, big budget development affairs. Okay, okay, okay. Let's slow this down. Okay. So it has now been nine years. Yes. Since the announcement of this game. And two guys are in charge. Is it nine, 2005 at this point? They we're in 2003. 2003. It's yeah. been seven years. It's been seven years. Since the announcement of this game. These two guys who are in charge who are holding this project up for reasons we're not really sure about. To me, it just goes like they're too scared to release it. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to like pull from it. Yeah, they just don't think it's good. It's the, it's the, uh, this, this is, the video game shouldn't have been Duke Nukem Forever. The video game should have been, uh, a game where you have to release Duke Nukem Forever. It should have been Heart of Darkness to Apocalypse Now. Now, when they were asked about this in 2003, because of financing the project themselves, the developers could also ignore pressure from their publisher. Their standard reply to when Duke, nu Duke Nukem Forever would be shipped was, when it's done... These guys are nuts and scared. Yeah! These guys are so They're fucking so scared. They're so scared, right? 
There's so, oh my God, that's that's amazing. Isn't that insane? Think about, this is the most over-the-top machismo bullshit, like, toxic game ever, and the dudes at the core of it are just scared. He further said the company was writing off $5.5 million from its earnings due to Duke Nukem Forever's lengthy development time. Bussard shot back that Take-Two needs to shut the fuck up. Wow. We don't want Take-Two saying stupid-ass things in public for the sole purpose of helping their stock. It's our time and our money we are spending on the game. So either we're absolutely stupid and clueless or believe in what we are working on. Later in that year... Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Lappin said 3D Realms had told him that Duke Nukem Forever was expected to be finished by the end of 2004 or beginning of 2005. So they said, after all of this shit, after yelling at each other, after paying people off, that they're like, fine, the game will be done in 2004. Okay. And we're way off when it actually came out. Okay. Okay. This is insane. Do you... This guy seems... This guy seems mentally unstable. Right? How how upset do you have to be to, like... Fly off the handles at a reporter for a video game publication. Like, I get that this and is your life. And to be talking like that, to say stupid ass exactly. things and shut the fuck up. Like, are you 13? This is like when Nixon this was going down. This is why his down. humor is so 13 year Dude, old. When, when Nixon was about to be taken down, his behavior in public became erratic. Because he knew something was very wrong. So this is one of those things where when you see somebody who's in charge of something big and they become erratic and unpredictable in their behavior, something is very, very wrong. And they're even fucking themselves over because they could just hand the ball off to somebody else who's capable of doing this and they could make tons more money and go do whatever the fuck they want, but they're too proud. So in 2006, Broussard reported that many of Duke Nukem's uh, elements have been finished. We're just basically putting it all together to try to make it fun. In 2006. So five years before. Five years before they were like, he just said, we're done. The game's done. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. (laughs) What happens next, Keith? Oh, my God. It's whenever. (laughs) This was in 2006. In a filing with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, Take-Two revealed that they had renegotiated the Duke Nukem Forever deal with the former publisher receiving $4.25 million instead of six on the release of the game. Take two offered a five hundred thousand bonus if Duke Nukem Forever was commercially released by December thirty first, two thousand six. <laughs> However, the SEC got involved in a video game. <laughs> the people whose job it is to regulate Wall Street yes. got involved in Duke Nukem ha- Forever. However, Broussard denied the rumors that the DNF would be released. The- he denied it. He denied all this and saying the 3D Realms never cared for asked for the bonus. He stated that would never ship the game early. Okay. Let's go ahead and skip to the end of what actually happens when like when this is released, what goes down. Okay, well, in 2006, uh, things start to get downsized. Way less people are working on it. In 2009, uh, DNF uh, team is laid off. <laughs> the whole team is just laid off in 2009. Oh Lack of God. funding. So they went all the way up to this point into 2009 to be like, this game's never happening. You're all fired. So we are now, we are now 13 years after the announcement of this game. The SEC is involved. People are having nervous breakdowns in front of media members there are huge bonus incentives being lost, and people have been fired in large quantities. Yeah, shit is going insane. Take-Two filed a lawsuit against 3D Realms over the failure to complete Duke Nukem Forever, citing that they paid $12 million Holy to, shit. to Infogrames <laughs> in 2000 and acquired the publishing rights. 3D Realms argued, however, that they never received the money. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> What? <laughs> they never what got, does that was, mean? As it was a direct agreement between Info, Info Games and Take Two. The lawsuit seemed to be over a contractual breach, but not regarding the twelve million mentioned above. Jesus Christ! Take Two asked for the asked for a restraining order and a preliminary injunction to make 3D games keep the Duke Nukem Forever assets intact during proceedings. But Holy the court shit! But the court denied the publisher's request for a temporary restraining order in two thousand nine. Apogee CEO Scott Miller clarified that we'd never said that we uh, that we never said that Duke Nukem Forever had ceased development. Though we released internal we released internal team, but that doesn't correlate the demise of the project. So these guys are just trying to get everything they want out of this situation. This game has been bad from inception. Oh yeah, that's 
that's the thing that's going on in their minds the whole time is please don't make us release this pile of shit. We made a pile of shit. Don't make the public know that we have to eat this. So later on, this game is given over to uh, Gearbox is started and right. then Tech, and then 2K gets involved to be a right. publisher. And this is a point where they just kind of go, whatever you have, we need to release at this point. Okay. So official release date? Official release date, May 3rd, United... Uh, Initially released for May 3rd, uh, 2011. May 3rd, 2011. We are 15 years beyond the initial announcement of Duke Nukem Forever. No, we are. I, let me bring it up. The game was actually reannounced in 2010 to be like, this game is coming out. Okay. That's a bad sign. So 1996 was the first time it was like, we're announcing this game. And then 2010 had to remind everybody, we are now... Forever is really just remember the '90s. Yes, in it's every way, show. every way, shape, and form is remember the '90s. The inception of this game is 1996. The attitude behind this game is 1996. Everything that spurned this game is 1990s. Like everything at the core of this game is the mid '90s. And everything about this character's uh, characteristics is very telling and obvious. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So let's get into this video game. Let's fucking talk about because it. Because, Keith, this piece of this fucking is trash. This so fucking bad. This gross, awful, horrid, filthy, disturbing, tone deaf. And you want to know what the worst part of this game is? Long loading screens. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that's still this the worst. It takes, for console users, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. 40 seconds. 40 seconds. This We're not playing World of Warcraft. No. We're not loading a bunch of things. No. 40 seconds to for one loading screen. But let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. What are you doing at the beginning of this game? You're pissing in a urinal. That's how you start the game. You're you start pissing. the game pissing in a pissing. urinal. And you make some stupid joke that makes no sense. Now, I get in 1990, being able to piss on your PC computer must be like, wow, this is great. But after we've already done GTA, after we've already done amazing games, after yeah. we've already experienced all these things, you think what we want to do is fucking piss into a urinal. Yeah. And But there's more, Keith. You can also go into the stall next to you and play with human shit. You can throw human shit all around a bathroom. That's what they decided to make the first part of Duke Nukem like, Forever. This into. game really genuinely makes me apologize to GTA about everything. Any, anything. Just everything. everything. I'm like, in a game where you kill prostitutes and do insane shit, I'm like, yeah, you're way fucking better than Duke Nukem. So you piss and you play with shit. Yay. Now you go into <laughs> a locker room in some stadium, and there's a whiteboard with uh, a military code name, Operation Cockblock. Nobody's a human. Nobody's, nobody's a human. Like, nobody's I don't, acting, nobody's like a acting like a person. Everybody's just like, Duke Nukem, you're great. Wow, Cockblock, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to talk about tits and boobs and dicks. Wow, that's fucking great. Aren't bots awesome? Cockblock. Yeah, ooh, let's kill an but alien. This is what I'm wondering. Is like, what? who wrote the... What? How? Why? 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It uh it it does feel like you just took a bunch of 13-year-old boys like journals, diaries, whatever, and you're like, "Let's take the most 13-year-old parts out of all of these and transcribe them into a script." Are we Are we going to take the reviews or you want to save them for a second? Oh, we're going to save them. Okay. <laughs> we're going to save them cuz I'm not done talking about how this game begins. <laughs> I like how we're only 30 seconds into the fucking game. game yeah. <laughs> you've played with sh you've played with piss and shit. You've seen Cockblock and a bunch of dick jokes already. You walk outside to boringly fight a huge alien. So boring. There's so nothing boring. to take. There's no skill. There's nothing. nothing. You stand there and shoot. Shoot with rockets. Shoot rockets. You shoot rockets. Did you happen to notice what the uh, ammo count on the rockets are? No, I forget. You start with 69 rockets. Oh, my God. Every time you start with the oh Devastator rockets, you start with 69 Fuck rockets. this game. I know. 69 is everywhere in this I game. I just want to point out that my gamer tag has a number 69 on it, but it's totally... It's making fun it's of making this. It's making fun of 69 It's stuff. making fun of this culture. So... You go out, you fight a boring alien, and then you kick a field goal with its eyeball, 
and you pan out to reveal that you have been Duke Nukem playing this video game on what is essentially a Duke Nukem Xbox controller. And then picking you, favorites, picking yeah. favorites. And then you hear Duke Nukem come. And then you hear a woman gag. And then a woman pops her head up. A woman who is dressed like somebody who's like, what if Britney Spears was a porn star? Can we star? just bring that back? Britney Spears in 2011. Yeah. In 2011. And they're dressing the and they're dressing women in this game like Hit Me Baby One More Time background so dancers. So after that girl comes up, what happens, Jesse? Uh, well, she's very clearly blown Duke Nukem. And then a second girl, her twin pops up in the same exact outfit, who has also been blowing Duke Nukem. Can we... So, it's gross. Bad. Just incest standpoint. Bad. It's disgusting and it's bad. It's very... Because this is... You know what this is? What? This is the Budweiser commercial from the 90s. Ugh. And twins. <laughs> that's all this is. It's fair, everything about this game is disgusting. Nothing plays well. Yep. Like, there's nothing new to the game, really, at all. Yep. And then, the plot of the game is aliens invade again. That's fucking That's it. it. So, like, why did it take so long? You could have released, That's like, four Duke Nukem it. games by then. This game is filled with boring gameplay. You shoot things, and there's no impact on them. The new Doom game has so much impact whenever you kill a oh, thing or whenever Doom, you get well, shot. Well, even Doom 3, which this game's trying to be, yeah. is way fucking yeah. better. <laughs> but there's nothing impactful. There's nothing overwhelming. Uh everything's bland there are puzzles everywhere that are boring and dumb and don't make sense in the game i, I it's hard to not be offended it's it is really hard not to be offended everything duke nukem says is shitty misogynistic there's no irony to it whatsoever <laughs> they don't realize that they're all just 13 year old boys being their worst selves is this game a representation of uh, america being I'm like glad you know, that you I brought that, that other, like, it's take a good long look in the mirror. I'm glad you said that, because there's a line very early on in this game where I realized that whoever wrote this had no fucking clue what the world was like. Yeah. Where the aliens come down and somebody says, they're declaring a war against America. And I was like, did they come from fucking France? <laughs> did they come from India? No. They came from a different planet. So they're probably not declaring war on this country. Let's be real. They're this... probably declaring war on an entire fucking planet. Let's be real. You he's, moron. He's in Vegas. He's having sex with everybody. Doing whatever he wants. This is libertarian the video game. It he really can is. Do whatever he does, whatever they don't. He wants. This isn't libertarian the video game. This is Biff from Back to the Future <laughs> 2. That's all this fucker is. It's very disturbing. Everywhere he goes, people fucking love him and... They just like want his autograph, and they scary, gross. Like, yeah, he's he's this a is gross like Escape from L.A. The video game a little this, bit. There is there's so many tone deaf. There's not even just tone deaf jokes. There are also jokes that are outdated. Oh yeah, somebody is making fun of the Christian Bale melting down on set, yelling at a guy thing. You remember that? No, what's that? Christian Bale years ago, like a decade and a half ago, maybe they found a uh, audio of him yelling at a dude who walked across a set from one of his oh, movies. Oh right. They do that joke in this game. What? Yeah, because of course you would reference anything in the 15-year period where you were making this game and be like, it's still topical. No, it's fucking not, dipshit. Well, Everything is bad and outdated. Nothing in this game from the first one. They don't bring any new weapons. And and you can only carry two weapons at like a time. They took the Halo aspect of it. Like, why? Yeah. Why? No reason. Why? Why? They took all the bad. They took, they all, took all the bad. bad. And they Duke even, Nukem took all the bad. And they even were like, this game, like when Duke Nukem finishes playing the video game and, you know, he's getting he's getting blown, he literally was like, this game should have been better when it took 12 years. And I was like, that's cute. Your game took 15, you fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. So here's what is like, everybody's heard us talk about Final Fantasy 15 and how much we don't like that game. Yep. Um. I still give that game flying colors compared to this game. Oh, and that game took ten years to make. But like, you can see the development hell in that game as well. Like, you I'll can go see further. the build. Go, go. Final Fantasy X two, ten times better than Duke really? Nukem. Oh, by leaps yeah. and bounds. By leaps and bounds. Yeah, that's true. This game is filled with puzzles that make no sense. Like when you're being attacked by aliens, you're like, oh, I have to like get a new energy cell. Blah blah blah. 
There is a room for some reason with an energy cell on the floor. You can't go into this room. There's just a little like doggy door. You have to use an RC car to steer this thing around a puzzle yeah. for no reason. No reason. None of the things that happen happen for any fucking reason. Now, again, this game's going to be bad. Talking about all the development, constantly talking about it changing, new people going. It's going to be bad. But this is impressive. What, like, here's the thing is what's really sad is the previous E3s of people being like, this game's going to be exciting and fun and might be different, or like, I don't like the potential of what it could have been. Now, no matter what, it would have been sexist and probably horrible and shitty or whatever, but yeah. a 2004 Duke Nukem probably would have been an eight. I think, uh, yeah, it would have... Because we're still in that generals. Yeah, <laughs> like we're, 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 still, we're still doing it's, it's SOCOM's close, big... It's <laughs> close to 9-11. We're all still very wounded and sore yeah, about we, everything. we need an American hero, kind of. This game feels like... Uh, is it Scott Miller, the first guy? Yeah. This game feels like Scott Miller, back before he released any video games, made a deal with the devil, and he was like, oh, man, I just want to release three popular video games, and Satan was like... Why not make it four? And he was like, yeah, that's even better. And then the ironic twist of the story is Satan's fourth game was Duke Nukem Forever, and it ruins everything what, for the rest of time. What's so upsetting about this? This guy was helpful for also making Wolfenstein 3D, Raptor Call of the Shadows, Terminal Velocity, Max Payne, yep. Max Payne, yeah. and Prey, which are like big games. Yeah. And this dude, for and Commander Keen. Mm-hmm. Like, this, I was going to say, the first game reminds me a lot of Commander, Commander Keen. Keen. This dude's responsible for Commander Keen. Like, this dude had ideas. Why? You know what Were this... you guys so fucking proud and shitty about everything? You know what this game is? What? Uh, shittier Siberia. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but he's not He's not a sexist at all. No, not the guy from Siberia. But when you look at the gameplay... Ah, at the world? Or... All things are boring, and they happen for no reason. <laughs> Large expanses of having to use, like, what I'm flying now, what I'm driving now. Yeah. Why? For what purpose? And how long is this There's fucking no level? There's no through line. There's no, like, you're learning a thing to oh. get to a point. There is a large portion of Duke Nukem Forever where you have to drive Duke's uh, monster truck and, like, crush enemies with it. But you run out of gas three what? times, and you have to go and find it. The last portion of the game is an underwater level that's hard to maneuver for no fucking reason. There are no relationships or human reactions that make any fucking sense. At one point, Duke Nukem just says, I'm from Las Vegas, and I say, kill them all. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Nobody in Las Vegas says that. Unless they do, you and I don't go to Vegas. We don't. We don't. They might be saying that all the time. Yeah, that's that's scary. But it's so everything just kind of happens. And you know what else about this game, Keith? What? It's ugly. It is very There's ugly. no color palette. No. There's, it, everything looks bland no, point, and boring and If you and guys go watch the video, because I've even seen this, because I remember I remember watching this all unfold over yeah. time, and I remember thinking this game might have been great because I remember that they um, they made fun of themselves. Like, they did, like, oh, Duke Nukem trailers coming out, and they literally just put Duke Nukem forever and just yeah. it, it keep coming in, in and out of screen. I'm like, oh, they're fucking with us. They might have something ready. Yeah. Not at all good. The The trailers before this game out look better yeah, than the game than the that actual came out. Game. Than the actual game. Like, games that were came, supposed to come out eight years ago look better than this game now. Yeah. The, this game feels like... Uh, it, it feels like a fake game. It feels like a game you'd play with in a game that would be making fun of the video games. Oh, absolutely. And you know how much this costs? How much does this cost? 60 fucking dollars. Yeah. 60 goddamn dollars. Who, why would people buy this upon release is what I'm trying to I understand. I don't know. And why would they? I mean, because there has to be just big Duke fans out there. Big Duke. Disgusting. So uh, we should also probably just talk in depth about the misogyny of this game. Yeah, let's just get into it. Because you would think that let's the way... Let's just jump into this misogyny. Let's just jump into this misogyny. <laughs> you would think that the beginning description of, of the two twins blowing Duke Nukem would be pretty gross to start with. But... It is so... That is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it's... it's. There might have been a way to bring him back without having him be the most misogynistic or yeah. create the most misogynistic. Like, it would have been a hard sell. Yeah. It's a hard sell to, like, to sell a character that, like... Goes to strip clubs constantly and shits on people. Oh, and he does go to a strip club in this game, Keith. He goes to a strip club... And a, part of the game is that a stripper will give you a lap dance, but only if you do a fetch quest for her first. Do you know what you have to fetch for her? What? You have to go and find microwavable popcorn, go to the strip club's break room, microwave it, and then bring it back to her. She'll strip for you for popcorn. 
Wow. Yeah. Still not the, the most, most misogynistic No, not at all. <laughs> there is a point in this game, and I'm just going to preface this with, this is really awful, yeah. and I'm sorry. Like, this is why we're like, oh, GTA is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, because this is fucking, like, whoever wrote this, dude, fuck you. And I say dude because it has to There's be. no way it's a woman. Uh, there is a part where the aliens that have invaded have started, started using women as basically just vessels to impregnate them so that they can give birth to more aliens. And at some point, you walk into a cavern. Duke's twin girlfriends from the beginning are, like, now part of this cavern. They're now topless, but they're, like, tentacle monsters. And they have given birth to all of these creatures. Against their will, all of this has happened, which is fucking horrifying. And... Again, they, I think this game is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to. It's, it's trying supposed to be funny. It's trying very it's hard not to be funny. Funny. It's disturbing and fucking crazy. And his girlfriends apologize for putting on pregnancy weight, and they promise that they'll lose it. And the only way to move forward in the game is for them to be killed, so that you can clear a path through them. All the while, all the while, Keith, there are sounds of the other women who are like chained up in this weird dungeon organism thing there are the sounds of them being raped just in the fucking background but guys again goldeneye was the game that we needed to take out of circulation (laughs) i will say that a lot of the stuff about this game is very fun to shit on and to laugh at how bad it was and how out of and and how poorly and then there's another part of it's like angry just genuinely angry this is the part of the game where i'm like fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you so hard you pieces of shit because that's the toxic mentality that people put on gamers exactly this is what you guys want right like is tits and killing women and calling women fats like fuck fuck you you. this is why the industry's worse is because you fuckers are in it making this bullshit you bring the world down yeah it's not like you're just making bad art you're bringing the fucking world down apologize for making this dude the animators the people like i don't i'd walk out no no this is the worst part because i know there are fucking women who probably worked on that game and probably like hated hated it it, hated being in the environment Mm -hmm. hated being around that shit yeah and there probably were dudes who are also uncomfortable yeah absolutely this is fuck so Fuck you! The game should have come out, in my opinion. If you're ever the part of a part of a project that you're like, this just fucking isn't okay. Please remember that the shame of this can stay with you forever. You can find a meal ticket somewhere else. Just let you guys all know that this game did make some money back. How much money did it make? I, enough from them to be like, we did make a profit. Fuck them. Yeah, this game's awful. Fuck them so this hard. This game's terrible. Keith. This game is disgusting. It ends stupidly. It ends where there's no ending. Yeah. And then Duke's This game didn't have an ending, really. This game didn't have an ending. (laughs) And then Duke's like, we waited 12 years for this and there's no ending? No, fucker. We waited 15 (laughs) for this and there's no ending. Piece of shit. And then he announces that he's running for president. And you know what? What? Little on the nose for right now. Do we want to jump into catchphrases or do we want to do reviews? Guys... It is time for rejected Duke Nukem catchphrases. (laughs) Throughout the game, he says a lot of shitty, awful things, such as, Take your tentacles back to Japan, you freak. What the fuck? Yeah. and He was uh, talking to an octopus. Yep. And he says, My balls, your face. You know, cool stuff. A guy had to repeat those lines over and over and over again until he got the right one. Yeah. I hope that somewhere there's audio of some dude being like, Take your tentacles back to Japan, you freak. <laughs> and then they're like, can you take it again? He goes, please, no, don't. Don't make me, s- I feel dirty. All right, do you want me to go first? You want to go first? Well, it's it's a simple game, guys. We're just going to talk about all the catchphrases of Duke Nukem's that we assume didn't make it into this game. I think I've told you my first one. I think, uh, go for it. Uh, the first rejected catchphrase is, I'm afraid of my emotions. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, all of ours are going to be about the same. About I know how he's they're all going to be. The, no, it's. Uh, Please treat that woman with respect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my actual name is Nathan Preston. <laughs> Dude definitely changes his name. Dude definitely uh, changes his name to Duke Nukem. Nobody's born Duke Nukem. I'm thinking of growing out my hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
no amount of punching will make my dad love me. <laughs> uh, the sexiest word I can think of is consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely didn't make the cut in this one. Uh, along those same lines, and this is one that I feel was definitely considered. Please don't tell anybody about my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> It's so obvious. Come it's on, so buddy. Obvious. Come it's on. So, the world can dr- tell. You drive a monster truck. Come on, let's be real. Uh, Deodorant every day keeps the sadness away. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why that's really good? Why? Because my next one is, I'm really sad. <laughs> uh, He's the saddest, most pathetic <laughs> man in all of history. Do your next. Do your next one. My favorite movie is the Kimbo Slice YouTube video I watched last Aww, night. Oh, that should have been in the game. <laughs> it feels very on point. Ooh, voting rights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this emotional outburst has very little to do with my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Duke Nukem in an erectile dysfunction commercial would be fantastic, holding his wife's hand this in two whole, bathtubs. This whole game is an erectile dysfunction really commercial. Uh, all this feels like WWF. Not E. Let's, we're not going to say E. That's no. a whole generation of wrestlers I do not understand. This whole thing, this game is... Oh, fuck Duke Nukem. Fuck Duke Nukem. I've got Nukem. more. Do it, do it. If a four loco had a baby with Guy Fieri, the baby would look at me and be like, <laughs> that guy is over the top. <laughs> That one was cut for length, but it was debated. Booyah! I've turned into everything I hate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck. He would enter that with booyah. He totally would. All right. I very genuinely don't know where the clitoris is. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, No, thank you. Two beers is my limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's definitely an alcoholic. <laughs> All right. My frontal lobe is damaged and I have zero abstract thought capability. <laughs> that one was cut because it's like, well, if he had no frontal lobe, he wouldn't know that he had no frontal lobe. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that so was the only reason. This is my last one. I know you have more, but this is the one that I was like, I have to top typing because I think this, I, I can't top this one. Okay. It's called a baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere from baby Bjorn. All right, I have two more. Are you ready? Do it. I'm a 13-year-old boy who wished to be big and then fell into a vat of radioactive douche. <laughs> and so an axe commercial. Yeah, he's an axe fell commercial. Fell into axe. He fell into axe. He's like an axe commercial made love to a more offensive axe commercial. Yeah, we saw a British axe commercial. It's called Lynx in Great Britain. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. fucking thing. And finally... You didn't tell anybody about my erectile dysfunction, did you? <laughs> because people found out. Oh, this has been rejected. Duke Nukem catchphrase. I mean, that guys. game would have been hilarious if, like, the girl came up and he's like, "Sorry, it never happens." Like, yeah. <laughs> if that game had 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 a sense of irony about the fact that, like, this character is old and outdated and terrible, if this game had instead of people like just loving him, yeah, had been people being like. Duke, you fucking suck. Yeah, so before we jump into the next segment, which is we pulled uh, parts of reviews that we liked, um, I want to talk about some of the reviews that were positive. Interesting. Because the positive reviews, because, yeah, so Game Rankings on Xbox gave it 5 out of 10, PC 5 out of 10, PS3 5 out of 10, Metacritic 5 out of 10, PlayStation 3 5 out of 10. One Up Games gave it F, Destructoid gave it 2 out of 10, Edge gave it 3 out of 10, Eurogamer gave it 3 out of 10. And then if we go all the way to the bottom, we see that PC Gamer US gave it 8 out of 10. The fuck? Now I read it and every single review of Duke Nukem that were positive were what did you guys expect? Yeah. Like, what did you want this game? Like, this is what Duke Nukem is. It's those, just bad. Those aren't reviews. Those are mirrors being held up to society going, you fucking asked for this. Yeah, like, this is, you asked for 15 years for a sexist, horrible mm-hmm. person who shits into monsters and has sex, whatever, with yeah. whatever he wants. You knew what you were getting. And just not great gameplay. And so people that are positive are just like, yeah, what did you want? Yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, they're also like, yeah, there's nothing new. There's no gameplay, but like, it's Duke Nukem with updated graphics. Yeah. So I like it, apparently. Well, and they're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. <laughs> this game's bad. And it's awful. just bad. 
But I just wanted to bring that up before we jump it's, into it. It's room. interesting to me that a game, because, like, you know, there are games that I've disliked because they've been bad. There are games that I've disliked because they've been offensive. There are games I've disliked because they've been boring. Never has a game been so all around, like, oh, a new thing to hate. Oh, a new thing to hate. Oh, a new thing to hate. Yeah, I Jesse and I saw, saw the playthrough, and I honestly can't believe somebody fucking sat down and played this game for that long. It's so fucking after bad. five minutes, I'm like, I want to turn this it's off. It's so it's, dumb. It's really bad. It's useless. And the gameplay is terrible. Like, the actual gameplay of playing a video game is fucking awful. It's so boring. And if there's nothing else to pull you into it, why are you playing yeah. it? Yeah, not fun. How's that? Not fun at all. All right, let's get into some review quotes. Okay. We've pulled some of our favorite uh, some of our favorite segments from reviews of these games and of this game, and it is, I mean, it is brutal. I'll go with my first one. Okay. If you play Duke Nukem Forever, you'll be slapped in the face by reality. The reality of Duke Nukem as a character, as an IP, as a highly anticipated video game is in stark contrast the idea of a charming, cool, hilarious series that years of delusion and marketing have concocted. My God. Of just that, we are all expected. What did we expect? And then we're like, all right, this is bad. Okay. It has, however, been rescued by Take-Two and Gearbox Software, who have polished up the game. And the reason I put this is because game is in quotation marks. <laughs> they go on to say, given it a marketing campaign and done the unthinkable, putting Duke Nukem Forever in the hands of paying customers. <laughs> now, this is a quick one. The guy just wrote, I struggled to raise a smile once during my playthrough. Ooh. Ooh. There's nothing to smile. There's nothing to pull from. You're playing a character that's been part of gaming culture for two decades, longer than two, three decades at this point, and you're still like, this is terrible. Okay. Oh, God, this one's so accurate. Somewhere, sometime between 1997 and 2009, Duke Nukem went from being a walking man's man parody of an action movie star to a monotone sex predator who makes decade-old pop oh. culture obser observations as though they were still, by virtue of the game's development time, somehow relevant or witty. Holy shit, I know who this guy is. Yeah? Okay, it's a Black Mirror episode, and every single baby boomer got to go back and be young. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, that is who Isn't this it, guy is. Isn't this not who it, like, old references, thinking you're funny, yeah. like, all this shit of, like, everything's old, That's like, you saying. feel old. This is, this is a 55-year-old man's dream game, because it's like, I still got it. It's like, you don't, you and don't. you're disgusting, <laughs> and you're all the problems of the world now, right even now. Even in the body of a so-and-so perfect person, you look fucking awful. Wear a yeah. collared shirt, or a shirt with sleeves. Let's, take, like, let's just go to a shirt with sleeves. Take off the Oakleys, you dumb fuck. So awful. So yeah, he didn't get the sunglasses until Duke Nukem 3D. Before that, was just a normal guy. Uh, the only thing consistent about Duke Nukem Forever is how tiresome it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, that means a review, like a reviewer had to be like, I have to keep playing this game. I don't want to. I have to finish it. And it's like the worst time I'm having right now. I wasted time earning money to pay for this. And now I've wasted several hours of my life playing it. And now I hate myself for that. <laughs> Now it's done, and I still hate myself. Okay. This might be the most on-point one, actually. It's like watching your uncle tell racist jokes at Thanksgiving and praying someone has the guts to tell him to cut it out. But this time, it's interactive, and you're the uncle. <laughs> this game makes me want to throw the planet into a black hole. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm afraid to suggest that because black hole sounds like something this game would turn into a gross joke. Oh, man, there's so many of them. The constant pop culture references in the game don't serve any purpose, and they never made me laugh. The only feeling they stirred in me was that my DVD collection may be too large. <laughs> <laughs> Duke's grunts suggesting that he probably should have put more time into the gym before his comeback. Ooh. <laughs> uh, now we're making fun of the character, not even the development. I'm just like, because he's the protagonist. It's like you have to be the protagonist, and he's this horrible fucking monster. Gearbox boss Randy Pitchford may have said of this game in its defense, sometimes we want greasy hamburgers instead of caviar. No, we, what? But the last time I checked, McDonald's wasn't charging 60 bucks for a hamburger. <laughs> oh, Zing, oh, maybe. Zing. And he's down for the count. Yeah. <laughs> Frasier's down. Down goes Frasier. Down goes Frasier. Down goes Frasier. <laughs> that one... I read that and it just hit me in the gut. Most alarmingly, we already talked about this, but all the weapons are repeated from 1996. Yep. There are no new enemy types either. Are you hearing me, everybody? Are you hearing me, everybody? This game took how long? 15 years, and they made no new weapons. 
The game will sell well based on pure hype and audacity, but history will not look favorably upon this game, nor should it. Nobody should think kindly of such a miserable, lifeless, grotesque little game. <laughs> they said little game. They called it a little game. How fucking condescending is that? Uh, my favorite was Eurogamer. The title for it is called The King is Dead. Ooh. Can I give you my last one? Do it up. And this one is the, like, every one of the reviews ends with uh, the good and the bad. Yeah. The good. The game doesn't last very long. The bad. Everything else. <laughs> hey, Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Duke Nukem Fuck forever. you so hard. It's so bad. It's, God, it looks like one of those bad, like, Nazi games that came out on the PC, like, yeah. years ago. Of Just, like, just rock music and killing things and all the mechanics are terrible and everything about it is awful and vulgar gross. and shitty. It's just fucking gross. Like, I didn't even like that shit as a little kid. And it was for me and I didn't like that shit. Yeah. It was weird. It was way too weird. Like... I felt like it, like when it was for me as a teenager, as even like, is this for somebody younger than even me? Because I don't even like this stuff. I remember kids playing this game when I was like a uh, preteen teenager playing Duke Nukem 3D, and they're like, and you get to see the strippers and you see their nipples. And I was like, wow, you should go find porn. <laughs> I did the same thing even as a child. I was like, it's like, oh, you can see girls' tits. I'm gonna go play SimCity. Yeah, <laughs> like I just turned it off. <laughs> this isn't a game. It's this not. is just a fucking walk through this sucksville. Yeah. I, oh fucking hell! This game makes me so. This game is very mad. bad. This game is very we because we'll just say it. We can't save this. Yeah, we There's can't save this. Nothing to save about this game. We can't this save is, this. This is irreparable. Yeah. This is a fucking trash fire that somebody threw on top of another trash fire. I don't think he's dead. I think he'll come back. Duke Nukem. Yeah. And he's going to run for president. He's going to win. <laughs> if you made a video game that was all about defeating Duke Nukem, I would buy that Oh, game. my God. I'd buy... Have Wolfenstein. Mm. <laughs> Go kill Duke Nukem. Yeah. This is the same universe as A Handmaid's Tale. Yes. 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 Fuck this game. Fuck this game. Oh, I can't save it and fuck it. No, I don't want to play. I don't want to play this game. Don't ever bring this game up to me. Don't ever talk about it. I will talk to you about Duke Nukem 3D and other games in the past. Fine, but this game, Jesus Christ, don't bring it up to me. It's so bad. It's really bad. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm glad I now know the full scope of this piece of uh, decrepit history. You're being too nice. You're being too nice. Uh, I want to take this game out back with a shotgun and I want to shoot it in the knees and then let it bleed out over the course of two weeks. Isn't that how Old Yeller happened? No, they shot Old Yeller in the head. Does <laughs> <laughs> it say it in the book? And then he shot Old Yeller in the head. I mean, I remember a part in the book where like, and then the dog had a bunch of bullets in its face or some shit. <laughs> Or something. Or some I don't know. We're towards the know. end of the book. Fuck you. Go get an education. End this, of book. This is like... The way Cersei Lannister deals with enemies in Game of Thrones, that's how I want to deal with Duke Nukem forever. Oh, my God. I promise me, Keith, promise me that if at any point in my life I've made a thing and I've committed to a thing that has gone so off the rails and I'm embarrassed and afraid <laughs> to show it to the world and I get entrenched in a 15-year-long bullshit case <laughs> where the SEC and fucking the courts get involved, promise me that you'll just look me in the face and go, hey... Don't release it and just take the hit. Well, you have to understand this is probably years after we're not friends anymore and I haven't talked to you and I have to Skype you oh, when you're so somewhere. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, hey, man. This is, like, this is after our you huge falling out. You haven't followed up on anything. What's, yeah, this is this is after the huge falling <laughs> like out. Like 15 after, years. Um, <laughs> after I was at a picnic at your house and I slapped your son across the face because he was being a brat. I'm basing this off of the Australian. And then the Australian, him when he was down. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm basing this off of the, the Australian miniseries, The Slap. <laughs> if, anybody's, if anybody's like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's a reference in there. Didn't and it if an you American show? It did, with Zachary Quinto. And if you think to yourself, that reference is pretty outdated. Well, then guess what? We've been talking about Duke Nukem Forever, <laughs> who referenced things from eight years before the game was released, and this is only from, like, 2015. Jesus. This game, this game's not good. Don't play it. Don't tell anybody to get it. Let's well, on sale, and you want to torture somebody? <laughs> don't don't give them any of your money. Let's don't, be real. Yeah, don't give don't them any of your, your money. money. Not even as a joke. Don't even do it. 
It's like the people that wear make make America great again hats as a joke. I'm like, I don't st- give I'm going to punch you in the fucking don't give face. Money. Why would you do Just that? Don't give them money. Don't even do it as a joke. Fuck this game. We can't save it. Can't save it. Anything else, Keith? Nah, that's it for me. Poof. Guys, this has been Duke Nukem forever. Keith. Jesse. Fuck this game. Forever. This has been New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye. Deodorant every day keeps the sadness away. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why that's really good? Why? Because my next one is, I'm really sad.